welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I'm your herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm your herd mom, Megan, and I have a cat in my lap. A, yes, yes, we have a cat. Uh, this is this is Piglet, the, the one of the many nerd herder mascots. Um, she is joining us today. She has nothing to offer and nothing to add yeah. but her presence. Um, but yeah, we are back for another show here in season four, continuing on with our momentum here and we i'm not going to talk too much about like last week we talked about some of our plans and intentions for season four yes and then life and (laughs) we keep using that excuse but and as soon as life stops being an excuse we'll stop using it (laughs) um there's not much to say about that but uh you know we we i'm not going to talk too much about it because every time i make promises yeah it stuff happens. So all I'm going to say is we're going to keep chugging along somehow, some way. Just keep a lookout. This is why just just follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just keep up to date with us on the social medias because that's just the best way. Don't listen to me. Just just social media. Yeah. It will not lie to you. <laughs> that's a that's a lie. That is a lie. That is that's a lie. Absolutely a lie. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, season four. Um, we're focusing on changing some things, but uh, we're going to just roll those out as best we can uh, as we just kind of continue trying to find our rhythm and whatnot you think a year later we'd be into it but you think things change in a year and so um, we're just trying to work as best as we can with it but nonetheless along the way we're going to make sure that you keep getting some sort of content and hopefully that it's somehow enjoyable Um, you weird little herders on the other side of this that actually enjoy this thing like it you're just I, I don't get you, but I appreciate you. <laughs> Anyone that subjects themselves to this on a regular basis, I don't I don't get why, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> I want to talk to them. Are they okay? <clears throat> are you yes, are, are you, you okay? okay? <laughs> um no. Um No, I, was, I mean I was talking to a a friend of ours about it, you know, and you know, cuz he was talking about how he listened to an episode and enjoyed it. And it's just one of those things where it's like hearing that makes a difference just because we know we like this. Yeah. That's why we keep doing it. <laughs> we really enjoy recording these episodes. It's just, it, and it hurts us when we can't. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we do, We, I mean, we're just recording what we would normally do. Conversations we would normally have, things yeah. that would normally happen. And so, you know, we just record it and put it out there. And we, we know people listen and we know people watch. We see the numbers. But what we don't always get is that that contact of i really liked this or this mm-hmm. was awesome and that's not to guilt trip anyone i mean you don't have to constantly no. tell us that you like something but it's just it's one of those moments where it was like oh cool just a reminder someone yeah someone does um and and we know several of our listeners really do enjoy it and you know as much as we joke and and poke fun i mean it really is amazing that you know we do this thing we love and put it out there and other people do love it. I mean, mm-hmm. it is it is awesome and we appreciate everyone that listens, watches, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Even if you're just with us on social media cuz that's a lot of really uh like that's a lot of retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like Star Wars is always a retreat, I guess, for us and for a lot of people. Um some people just like it because it's fun, it's thrilling and whatnot, but also yeah. it provides this community and this space where things are different and you can escape and all this other stuff. Yeah. And so it's very much that for us. And so even just having the community on social media that we have, even just having the interactions 
on Twitter and Instagram and sometimes Facebook. Facebook's not as busy as the others, but, um, you know, even just having those interactions, mm-hmm. um, no, no episodes, no recording, no interviews, just chit-chatting on the social media. Sometimes that's enough. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes that's just, un- you know, I mean, I'll, I'll get on there and see other people talking about what they love. I'll see Jim talking about Rogue One. I'll see Rebecca talking about Rebels. I'll see Ryan talking about Battlefront. You know, I'll see all of these things and I'm just like, that's good. I'm good. I've got my feels for today. Like, it's yeah. like, you know, that I, I, I enjoy it. And yeah. so... Um, yeah, and even like family members <clears throat> telling me that they tried to listen to an episode. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, we, lovely. We, like, the people that attempt... Yeah, you know, that's like, that's good enough. Right, like you attempted. I think my dad said like five minutes. I mean, we're some hearty soup of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we like are. we're not meant for everybody. We're Campbell's chunky. <laughs> we're chunky. Um, you know, we're the we're the stars and galaxies uh, spaghettios. Like mm-hmm. you know, we're not meant for everybody, yeah. and that's fine. I mean, but like people trying to get. In, I love spaghettios. Spaghettios are disgusting. Oh my gosh, spaghettios are amazing. I think it's because I ate them so much as a kid. I did too, but I still love them. I mean, it just depends. I feel like yeah. if it's quality, like you can you can love it. It's too aesthetic. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like it's it's just nice having and doing this Star Wars thing. And when we make little posts about that, like you know, we just enjoy doing what we're doing, or we just love Star. Like we're not trying to be simple and just. It's just sometimes that's all there is to say is Star Wars is kind of amazing. You know, we're thankful for Star Wars. We're thankful Absolutely. for our Star Wars community. And we're thankful that we get to do this, which is, I mean, it's not like, it's not like it's hard to get into podcasting and YouTubing anymore. But, yeah. you know, the fact that we have the passion and the fact that we have the ability to put this out there, even that alone, it's just like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Um, so I guess long story short, 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 uh, long story short, um, thank you guys for being along for the ride. Um, no matter how bumpy or crazy or inconsistent it sometimes yeah. is, we're not professionals. We're just got, we're, 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 we're just guys. Yeah. If you want to know how least, how, how not a <laughs> professional I am, we talked about this recently, uh, cause we watched the Phantom Menace. I live tweeted a little oh, bit yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, if you want to know how much yeah, of a I, new Star Wars fan I am, I never noticed that Aura Singh was in The Phantom Menace. Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> like, she, it was the pod racing scene, which I'm enjoying the sound design. Mark your bingo cards. Um, joke. Inside joke. Inside joke. And, like, it's just a flash of Aura Singh, and I'm like, whoa, is that a special edition? When did that happen? And John's like... That's... That's been, been there. there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, know, it was interesting because, I mean, it is it is a blink and you'll miss it kind of moment, but it's also one of those things where it's like, it's basic to me, but it's not necessarily basic to everyone. Yeah. Um, so it's just a, a reminder that you can always find something new, even if it's very noticeable, like arguably noticeable, yeah. you know, like, and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be downplayed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just noticed that? Like, yeah. there's a lot of people, there like... On Star Wars related, but there there was something where I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this about this fandom, mm-hmm. and it was met with, really, that's stupid. Yeah. It's like the first thing you notice, and it's just like, I think we oh, have a lot okay. of, yeah, I think we have a habit of doing that to a lot of <clears throat> different fandoms. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, 
I get it. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, really all this time and you didn't notice that I, I mean I get how it can seem silly but at the same time not everybody yeah. watches the same way or as often or as intently you know mm-hmm. I didn't know that Opor and Sissus was in the Phantom Menace either mm-hmm. like that's it, it's <clears throat> stuff that happens no he's in Attack of the Clones too yeah he's in Attack of the Clones too he's only in those two yeah um but he's supposedly still alive after order 66 that's canon so that's he's interesting he's a slithery boy he's yeah slithery. he's slither slither sneaky snake um he went into a hole and grew arms but yeah um we're, we don't claim to be professionals we just Mm-mm. we're we're people who like star wars and like talking about star wars and like putting it out there so other people that like star wars can like it with us yeah um that's our very like long you. yeah that's our very long wordy time uh, yeah. tagline, so there you go. Um, nonetheless, let's get into the episode. We don't really have a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Um, really, we just have one thing to kind of talk about. Yep, it's um, a book. <clears throat> it is a book. And an app. And um, But then we're going to get into our main show where, funnily enough, we're talking about new Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to kind of explore that topic and discuss that a little bit. It's going to be a very talky episode. Um, yeah, a huge talky episode. A lot of opinions. Don't don't expect to learn the secret to making blue milk. Um, it's it's just going to be a lot of talking. Bantha. I, I don't know. That's how um, you make blue milk. You supposedly there you can get uh, blue milk elsewhere, but I don't know. I'm not a farmer. So part of what we wanted to talk about uh, with today's show it, i mean like you know like it, it's much more talky you know um we're gonna kind of discuss more in the near future about how we kind of break down our episodes and kind of our kind of categories for episodes mm-hmm. but this is one of our every now and then kind of categories where it's like we have a topic and we just want to talk about it it's mm-hmm. not necessarily going to teach anyone more about star wars it's not necessarily going to help us understand lore it's more just about here's a concept L- let's kind of talk through yeah this here's and, a concept and it's it's because it's very relevant to what's kind of going on with star wars right now yeah because we're on that we're in that era where something in star wars is ending and a whole realm of unknown star wars is kind of on the horizon and there's generally a lot of anxiety associated with that transition um, there's a lot of unknowns to it and I you know we wanted to spend some time talking about those unknowns and trying to add our input to it not that anyone important is ever listening and was like oh that's a good idea yeah. but kind of just taking our pot shots of what actually could this be and on top of that also talking about like what's so scary about new star wars Mm -hmm. and how new can star wars actually get and still be star wars so it's basically just this idea of trying to wrap around new star wars and defining that and so i guess the best place to start is kind of talk about some of or kind of remind ourselves of what we're going to be kind of mostly looking at. Yeah. Um, because there's actually a good bit that we know is coming after the Rise of Skywalker. So after December 20th, after its amazing box office busting weekends and all of that in the theaters, it's done, it's gone, then what? 
Then what? Two years later. Well, not even. Not even. Um, really, it starts in February. Because um, yeah. the, the, the next newest thing, which isn't necessarily new, new, because it's kind of continuing something we've already had. But it is still, it's something coming after The Rise of Skywalker, which is Clone Wars. We're getting yeah. season seven of The Clone Wars. And then, so that's the only thing we kind of know when it's happening. We know it's happening. Yeah. But also, um, for Disney+, Plus, um, Cassie and Andor show, I know for sure, is starting filming next year. Yeah. I think Obi-Wan is, I don't know if they've, I don't know how much they've talked about it, but I feel like by them making the announcement, it's within the year of starting filming. Yeah. Probably. It, yeah. Or at least like pre-production, maybe. So... We're getting something kind of familiar with Clone Wars, but then we're also getting a Cassian Andor show. Mm-hmm. We're getting an Obi-Wan show. <clears throat> What's interesting is both of those shows are... Ob- well, actually, all three of them, really, are all definitively limited-run shows. Season 7 can only go so far, you know, because eventually you get to Episode 3, mm-hmm. and we know what comes next. Um, the Obi-Wan show can only go so far because eventually he picks up Luke and goes on the adventure of the Death Star. Yeah. Cassie and Andor show, same thing, can only go so far. Um, and so all of those, they're they're not going to be forever running. They're not going to be long term. I mean, one, maybe two seasons each kind of thing, kind of, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine what the last episode of The Clone Wars is going to be like? Order 66. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's going to be awful. <laughs> I'm going to hate everything for a couple but that's of a days. But that's that. a good way to do it is go right up to the point you can go and then hand it off to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as TV shows, we're kind of taken care of and knowing that we're getting some. Now, again, though, like Clone Wars is the only like prequel era thing. Then we get Obi-Wan, which is after episode three, and we get Cassian Andor, which is also after episode three so we're kind of spending our time in a certain space yeah so what's nice about those is none of them are centered around new characters we might get some new characters but obviously obi-wan's the focus cassian and k2 are the focus and obviously our clone wars heroes are the focus so we're not getting really new but whereas clone Wars season seven Mm -hmm. we kind of have a framework where it's going you know, it's going towards Order 66. It's going towards Episode 3. Obi-Wan, we don't really know what they're going to do with that. What is he going to spend his time doing? How long are we going to spend time with him? Like, are we are we going to try and transition the whole, like, you know, from when we pick up all the way to, I'm going to go wander the desert until I find a little farm boy. Like, yeah. you know, like, are, how far is that going to go? Yeah. Um, and even more so, Cassian. Cassian and K2, they're, like, we know they end up where they end up in Rogue One, but how long are we going to spend with them until they get there? Yeah, I mean, supposedly, um, the Cassian and Stowe. Stowe. The Cassian and Stowe. It starts with Cassian as a 23-year-old person. Yeah, it's, it's a good distance away from Rogue One. So I feel like this is maybe going to either be him kind of jumping into his um, sort mm-hmm. of uh, rebel black, not black market, what? Um, underground? Under Yeah, like underground spy does what needs to get done kind of. 
Yeah. Like, he's either going to be getting into that career or he's just gotten into it. Yeah. Kinda, you know, like, he's either learning to be a bad guy or... Well, and to clarify, I just mean, like, when we meet him in Rogue One, he's not, like, the yeah. model hero that we you think of the Rebellion. Yeah, we don't get a lot of context to his character. Right. But we get some great lines that develop him in the sense that, okay, he has done some things, he's seen some yeah. things... And, and that's what I like about the moral complexity that Rogue One yeah. added. Because it's not just him, but it's um, General Draven. He's also like, no, we're not saving this guy. Kill him. Like, <clears throat> it's very much like the Rebels are supposed to be the goodest of guys. But, I mean, they're in wartime. War does things to people. And yeah. while, yeah, Mon Mothma is very posh and, and clean and, you know, no dirty hands there. But... Other people had to do dirty things to keep her hands clean. Yeah. You know, like, and, and that's what we see in Rogue One is there's this, there's a bunch of characters that did things they're not necessarily <clears throat> proud of. Yeah. And that's Cassian. So when I say kind of the bad guy that he is, I feel like he's either going to, I, I definitely want to see that struggle with him. Yeah, definitely. I want to see how he goes from, because I don't feel like people are just made that way. No. I feel like something has to happen to develop someone to have that attitude of do whatever's necessary, hurt whoever's necessary, you know, yeah. all of that stuff. What so, if he runs into Boba Fett? That'd be interesting. That would be interesting, played by Daniel I Logan. Just, I just want Boba Fett. I just want Boba Fett somehow, some way. Obi-Wan show. Could be a way in. So yeah. all that, I mean, I guess all that to say, like, these shows, Obi-Wan, Cassian, mm-hmm. and K2... They're getting there. They're mm-hmm. they're familiar things playing with new things. And so I don't feel like it's gonna be very difficult to like jump into that. I don't feel like it's gonna be very difficult. Now, I and we've talked about our mm-hmm. I won't say misgivings, but our kind of holdbacks on like the Obi Wan show before. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's not because it's necessarily doing anything new, it's just because whatever it's gonna do, yeah. it I don't yeah. I don't know. All I know is I want Qui-Gon. <laughs> and apparently Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, when we found out that Ewan was coming back, we were definitely very excited because it's Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan again. Mm-hmm. But, like, it... We've talked about this many times before. <laughs> it's going to be, like... So, I will say, the newest thing I think that Obi-Wan show is doing is that it's going to be so hyper-focused on a very isolated character. Yes, because, which is important. Right. So, like, we got Solo. But here's the thing. It's not Solo's show. It's not Solo's solo show. Because uh... um, arguably, I mean, all the characters get quite a lot of attention. Kira, Lando, L3, Chewie. Like, they, got, they get a lot of attention as well. So it's not really all about Han. So, even that, it's not really isolated. The Obi-Wan show is going to be isolated because it's just Obi-Wan on Tatooine. So, I mean, like, that's the yeah. thing is, like, he's not got a lot of contacts in his phone. Like, yeah. his, you know, like, he's not going to be able to necessarily interact with a lot of people. So, yeah, it's going to be really weird having a Star Wars where you're really just with one character i mean obviously he's got to hang out with other people he's got to interact with other people Mm -hmm. but for the most part 
it's got to just be him because that's kind of his hermit life. Yeah. You know, so, but Cassian and K2, it's going to be a very rebel show. It's going to be, you know, espionage, spy stuff, assassin stuff. So familiar, but I mean, I still think that'll take us to new places. It's familiar, but not too familiar. Exactly. But not too not familiar. But the other things we know that are coming are completely untethered. Um, because we also have the Ryan Johnson trilogy and the Benioff and Weiss films. I don't know if it's a trilogy. I don't know if it's two. I don't, they don't, they aren't being very clear. And actually Benioff and Weiss are, if Bob Iger is supposed to be believed from way back when, he said Benioff and Weiss are first. Um, they're coming next, I think in the 2021, because they talked about like 2021 or no, uh, 2022. 22, 24, 26? Yes. Yeah, so, like, that's the next thing, is 22, 24, 26. And mm-hmm. apparently it's Benioff and Weiss, I guess. Um, or it's just starting with Benioff and Weiss, and I, I don't know. Um, they're not very clear. We go back to the conversation earlier of, like, sometimes they're, like, very on top of marketing, and it's like, oh, this is this is good. They're really yeah. working together. And then it's Which, like, it could oh. be said that that's because you know it's something completely new and they don't want to give away too much up top yes benioff and weiss ryan johnson working on stuff benioff and weiss aren't talking about anything like i said the first thing we heard was from bob Iger when he's like yeah we're starting with benioff and weiss mm-hmm. that's the last thing we've heard and that was the first thing we've heard in a long time because there was a time when this was like you know the last jedi just came out it was doing great and then ryan johnson gets a trilogy yeah. Like, and then Benioff and Weiss get a trilogy. It, like, it was time when it was, like, really pumped up, and then all of a sudden... <sighs> I get you, babe, definitely. And so... But Benioff and Weiss, as quiet as they are, Ryan Johnson recently talked about his Star Wars trilogy and talked about how new it's going to be. Talking about it's new characters, new timeline... And he even talks about like trying to find what makes Star Wars Star Wars and keeping that even though it's going to be all new. Yeah. And so that's kind of the stuff that I wanted to bring up in terms of like what what could that actually look like to have a completely new Star Wars because I think we talk about we talk about new Star Wars yeah. a lot. Everybody's like, oh, they should do something <clears throat> new, or they need to do this, or this is so old school, or this is the, just the same thing. You know, what actually is your idea of a new Star Like, this would be something new, and I would love it. What's your idea of a new Star Wars? An alien main character. <laughs> That's new. That is new. That's a very... I mean, you and- can argue that Chewie is... You know, well, but he's not the main focus. Yeah, and and the, and not only that, but it would also be kind of new in storytelling in general to have a mm-hmm. non-human main character. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the main reason is like, how are, how am I supposed to relate to a blue-skinned thing? But at the end of the day, if the story works, yeah, I mean, there's people that relate to you know the character as an Animal Crossing, like you know, like. <laughs> so it's like me too. It, <laughs> if if you can see yourself in in yeah. that, like. I really don't think yeah. it's as difficult as the film industry maybe makes it in terms of an alien main character. What? No, <clears throat> they've got they've got to be white and basic. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, 
No, I I would I would love that. I would because there's only so many new characters you can introduce. I think. I mean, yeah. it, Star Wars has been going on so long. It's kind of hard to introduce a. We've never seen anyone like this before. Yeah. I, I mean, at least not that I can think of quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like okay, if you can't do someone completely new, what if we did a perspective? That's yeah. completely new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that kind of alien minority perspective would be something interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, and, and kind of what we were talking about in prepping for this episode, was I was thinking, I'm, I'm thinking even like, what about a Star Wars where there's no Sith, no Jedi, no war? Like, I know it's called Star Wars, but it's like, what if there's not, yeah. like, Empire versus Rebellion? Like, what if there's not some big major war conflict? Mm-hmm. Like, because even even the Mandalorian, which the Mandalorian's kind of really the first newest thing yeah. I would say there's been in Star Wars in a while because it's this Lone Ranger Western Star Wars feel. Yeah, and I'm going to say, I kind of hope that there's no Force users. In- yeah. But we're still pulling in the familiar empire. Like, the, yeah. like our main character who's new is still in the midst of familiar stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, what if we just completely got rid of that? There's no... Or if there's no war, there's like no big scale. Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars has always been so big. It's the galactic civil war. You know, it's the empire totalitarians versus the rebel guerrillas. Like, yeah, like what if it's one planet right what if it's a small scale what if it's one bad guy versus an army right or if it's like tribe to tribe or like or if it's like something like like what if we got smaller Mm -hmm. with our star war star battle what if we went to dathomir (laughs) you just like dathomir i just like dathomir (laughs) but like dathomir's cool they got spooky ladies yes but okay so let's roll with that like we're focused on a a tribe of night sisters we're we're in the witchy coven stuff like yeah it's still kind of tethered to the force but we're not necessarily going to have a blaster battle necessarily like like it might be coven versus coven they're using witchcraft against each other like that's something new Mm -hmm. that's something interesting and it's tethered enough to familiar that it would be like oh yeah that's from that one really weird clone wars episode yeah or even, what if we get an actual, you know, a Padawan in the middle of, you know, the new Jedi Order being trained? See, something I would really like is, let because when, arguably when we get the height of the Jedi yeah. in the prequel uh, films, we don't spend any time with the Jedi as a whole. We're still just focused on Obi-Wan and Anakin, which are the main characters Mm -hmm. of the prequel trilogy, arguably, as far as the Jedi go. But, like, we don't really get any time with the rest. Like, let's spend some time with some non-important Jedi that Mm -hmm. maybe don't go on any serious, impactful adventures, but we just kind of... Like, what if it's freaking Hogwarts for Jedi, but no Voldemort? Like, no, like... Yeah. Like, no struggle. Like, the hardest struggle they have is some freaking saber exam or something. Like, I would still watch that. <laughs> is this a lightsaber? Why in? Oh my gosh. Degrassi Jedi. Oh like, god, no. <laughs> you have Drake in a wheelchair just rolling in. It's just like, bazoo. 
Like, but like stuff Please like stop. that where it's just like, yeah. Wait, so they're not gonna battle anybody? They're not gonna go to war or like. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some of the most interesting elements of Dooku Jedi Lost were getting a perspective of Jedi training. Yeah. That we'd never gotten. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was parts where I was so disconnected with the main point, which is Obi Wan, or not Obi Wan, um, Count Dooku. I was like, oh yeah, Count Dooku, but. I was so enthralled in the other characters in the world built around Dooku yeah. that it's like, wait, we're not going back to the Jedi stuff? Like, oh, yeah. he's evil now? Oh, okay. Oh, beans. Like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Amazing yeah. storytelling. It's out in um, hardback cover on October 1st. Give Kevin Scott some love and buy that book. Give him your money directly. Yeah. Send him yeah. a <laughs> But um, as great as it is, it's like it introduced elements that were more interesting than its main topic. Mm-hmm controversial i guess but the sum of the parts were as interesting here's, as the main part here's itself. the thing uh, on that note the idea of muggle and wizard interactions is way more interesting than the idea of harry potter fighting voldemort whoa i would much rather yeah. deal with everybody else than gryffindor's baby boy i mean like there's a reason it's only like the back half of the book because it's what is he gonna do? Hog- Expelliarmus, and they do a, a duel. Hogwarts itself, and its goings on, is more interesting than a man who cannot take over a high school. Who doesn't have a nose? Right, like it's like, I mean, it took you this this long to try and take over a freaking high school. Mm-hmm. Seriously, that's your obsession. You didn't even have to use magic. You could have chucked the baby out the window. Ooh, you killed kids! Like, Ooh. like goodness gracious! Come on, boy. Who has it? So it's like, wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's Dark like... Dark humor. The, the world around the subject is more interesting than the subject. Yeah. And so the, I think some of the newest things we could do is let's forget the subject and go into the world around it. And I, I think that would be an interesting journey mm-hmm. to go on. Now, I don't feel like any of that's what's going to happen in the Ryan Johnson films or the Benioff and White no. films, though. No. Um I, but it would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like one of them have to be working on Old Republic. I mean, I it's yeah. so preached. It's so begged for. I know it's kind of old, but I feel like definitely that's a popular goldmine of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're going to get there eventually, one way or another. Mm-hmm. But that still leaves big question marks in terms of like... I don't know, because part of me just feels like one has to go old, like thousands of years before the Skywalker saga. Yeah. And then one of them has to go super into the future in terms of hundreds of years away from the Skywalker. Like, you know, here's Skywalker saga, here's Ryan Johnson, here's Benioff and Weiss. Not too far away yesterday. Right. Well, but it's like, you can't go right, like, it can't be like, oh, the Skywalker saga is ending and we're going to do something so new and it's just like... It takes place the day after Kylo Ren dies. Yeah. Like, oh, that's new? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, no, you've got to go a distance away. Mm-hmm. You've got to separate yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's kind of the only way to do it. But you can also only go so far back. Because, like, if they go too far back, lightsabers weren't invented. Mm-hmm. Are the fanboys going to get mad and there's no lightsabers? Apparently so, because... Like, I mean... It's just one of the, like, if the things that feel familiar aren't there, Mm -hmm. if, you know, Nazi symbolism isn't there, if stormtroopers aren't there, if lightsabers aren't there, 
will it still feel like Star Wars and will we still want it as much? Because mm-hmm. that's, like, that's the idea behind the question of what would actually be new is if they really do something new, like, is there a danger of it not being accepted? Yeah, and I think... I think the fandom kind of has an issue with change, which isn't a controversial statement. Well, people in general. People in general, absolutely. Um, But when you're absolutely fanatical about something, like, I perceptively gave my life to this fandom. Mm -hmm. I have, in my mind, given so much to this fandom. And that's not to call anybody out or anything like that, but, like... um, I think that fans have, some fans I'll say, have kind of an unhealthy feeling of ownership over Star Wars. And I don't think that's saying anything new. Like, it's just an observation I've made being a semi-new person in the Star Wars fandom. I think as a whole, we kind of latch on to things a little too tightly. Mm-hmm. And if something changes, or if something, it just goes away altogether, I think there is a huge negative reaction for, I guess, I'd call it defensive reasons. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of treated as, I love this thing and you're changing it, or you're taking it away, or you're replacing it. And it's viewed as coming from a place of disrespect, like, like you don't, that you don't like like it the way I like it or you don't uh, understand the way like you know there's this natural reaction to take it the wrong like take it to the negative yeah because some oh was there something wrong with lightsabers is that why you got rid of them or is you know is there something wrong with because like when you strip it down to the bare bones that George Lucas came up with of like you know space wizards and all this other stuff it's like if that's not there does it you know, it, it it's this ch- almost challenge to yeah. my Star Wars heritage. Like, wait, those are fundamental Star Wars things, and you're taking them away or you're replacing them. Like, yeah. that's not right. That's not okay. Um, and I think there's just this attraction in general to be obsessive and attached to something you love. Yeah. But, I mean, almost in the Jedi yeah. sense, I mean, that's why they abstain. Like, here's the thing. The only way to... Like, for some, their only advice for dealing with that is to then just drop it all together. I'm done with Star Wars. I'm done with it mm-hmm. all together. Like, well, you it, can, it, like, go back about 20 seconds when I was talking about that. You could tell how carefully oh, yeah. choosing my words. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to get canceled. <clears throat> well, I don't, think we, I don't think we have any listeners or watchers that are necessarily no. those kinds of people. I feel, no. I mean, not to say that, like, you can have your opinions in one way or the other, but I don't think we've ever interacted with anyone in the herd that has been that negatively obsessed in real life we have oh yeah but not in the herd so but it's not that this isn't real life it's 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 a natural thing but it's like the jedi aspect you can take of just drop it all together Mm -hmm. attachment bad no no or you can go into the sith way of like attachment good and you just lash out like yeah you lash out if anything tries to affect that or you can have the balanced approach of 
you know, like, I am attached to this thing, but I'm also open to it changing. Yeah. You know, not all change is bad. And, and you know, at the end of the day, we're talking about new stuff. Some new stuff may not work. I mean, we keep saying that and we're, we're never, never, we're never negatively affected by new Star Wars, I don't think. No. But that's because not to say that's Star that, Wars. Yeah. But that's not to say that's going to continue forever. Yeah. I mean... Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, it, there there could be a time when all of a sudden we get on this show and we're like, this happened and we weren't really into it. Yeah. And the only other, like, connection I can draw from my mind is, like, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you've watched our after shows or, you know, if you've heard me speak for any length of time, you'll know that I love TMNT. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that the series has changed hands so many times and it's changed so much over the years like i started watching um the 1980s cartoon when i was a kid but i started with the 1990 yeah it came out 1990 film yeah it was actually 1990 yeah Yeah. (laughs) the same year that twin peaks came out um it's changed a lot since i first watched um the 1990 movie like, it's changed style, the story's changed, mm-hmm. it's gone through so many iterations of cartoons that I can't even name all of them off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so happy that TMNT is still a part of, like, pop culture. Yeah. That I'm gonna watch it. Like, I did not enjoy the most recent iteration uh, from Nickelodeon, but it's it's still TMNT. I still get to see, like... Donatello flipping his bow staff like that's well yeah like I don't feel like we're ever gonna necessarily even if we're not into it I don't think this is gonna become a bashing show of here's what we hate about Uh, you know it's gonna be just more of a let's talk about this thing even though we're Mm -hmm. not into it and sometimes that's how you get into it I'll say that's sometimes how you journey to from disappreciation to appreciation is by talking through your disappreciation because I mean there's been times where I've not necessarily liked something and but by talking about it and, and especially talking yeah. with those who do like it it and I, I don't I wouldn't yeah. say I've just gone over the moon fanatical about it but I have changed in terms of I can like it yeah I think the most powerful and important arrow in your quiver as a fan of anything is perspective mm-hmm. and being able to understand the perspective of others and just being a human in general being able to understand perspective like mm-hmm. oh i was not affected by this but you were that makes that's valid that's absolutely valid you know yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so i mean i guess overall the idea being like you know star wars is going to get new there's new things happening and as far as we can see for years to come mm-hmm. we're going to be inundated with star wars And so I guess the best perspective to have is, you know, obviously love Star Wars the way Mm -hmm. you love Star Wars. But just remember that change isn't necessarily bad. And it doesn't necessarily mean disrespect. It doesn't necessarily mean um, something was wrong with uh, the original Star Wars. Yeah. It just means that it's evolving because fandom is evolving, generations are evolving, and storytelling as a whole is evolving. Yeah. And... To some of the nasty fans out there, Kathleen Kennedy isn't watching your YouTube video about Disney Kids <laughs> Star Wars. Very I'm sorry, true. Very but true. it's true. Like, to be honest, 
it's not going to negatively affect them in any way. Not really. I mean, I feel like they're going to keep doing what they're doing with Star Wars. And I feel like they do listen to the fans, but they don't yeah. They don't necessarily listen to just pure hate. Yeah. Um, I mean, hate accomplishes nothing. Exactly. It gets you thrown down a mine shaft. <laughs> Very true. So, um, you know, we would. there's plenty more we could probably talk about with new Star Wars, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it there for the sake of keeping a pretty concise episode for yeah. once. Um, and maybe we'll revisit this. Maybe um, this will jumpstart some conversations that lead us to talk about this some more. But for the most part, how do you feel about new Star Wars? And what are some concepts that you think would be actually new that Star Wars could do? Uh, and, you know, are you scared of new Star Wars? Stuff like that. Let us know what you think. Uh, if this is YouTube for you, comment below. If it's the podcast, then hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I did that weird. He did do that weird. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That sounds way better. Um, just hit us up. And also, thank you to our patrons who help support us uh, in making this show and help make it better. If you want to be a patron, you can uh, check out our Patreon page and sign up and see what kind of awesome goodies you get for that. Um, but nonetheless, thank you to those who uh, support us, not just through Patreon, but just all over through uh, kind comments, great reviews, and all this other stuff. We appreciate it all of you so thank you so much uh, and with that that's kind of our episode yeah yeah so we'll be back uh eventually <laughs> i'm trying to keep it general because i don't know what's going to happen in the future yeah. i'm not i can't see the future <laughs> you know clouded by the dark side it is so i don't know um, what i'm doing next year i don't have 2020 vision next ne <laughs> nonetheless we will be back and Someday. we'll be nerdier and hurtier than ever so but yeah. i've been your herd leader john wayne and i've been your herd mom megan bah. be kind So, but in Star Wars book news, though, we are getting a new book, and it's interesting because it's coming out kind of soon, and yeah. uh, it was... There's no cover yet. Yeah, well, and it's kind of just dropped. It just yeah. kind of like, oh, this this showed up on Amazon pre-orders. It's like when Beyonce just dropped Lemonade and was like, here, have an album. Did she clean it up? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, especially in the slew of... Star Wars books we know we're getting between now and Rise of Skywalker, you know, the Journey to Rise of Skywalker series. Mm -hmm. um, this kind of being this side project or yeah. like this extra thing that kind of just slipped in. I don't know. It's really interesting sometimes because it feels like, I don't know if it's just me that feels like this, but sometimes it feels like they don't always know what they're doing with their marketing. It's like they're, sometimes they're like super attentive and super into it. And then there's other times when it's like, you're just now talking about this? Yeah. Or well, like, you happened know. happened with Solo. Right, yeah. The it's just like dropped with Solo. I mean, I, I don't know what it what it is. It just, it's like, because there, there's certain companies and there's even certain, like Marvel, for instance, nothing will ever drop and surprise you about Marvel. No. They, they talk the heck out of it. And I can get why that's not necessarily everybody's favorite. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'd rather you talk a lot about <clears throat> something you're working on than... Yeah. Oh, here's this. and uh, Okay. Yeah, and I think we, <clears throat> you know, this is talking specifically about movies and TV shows, but I think we've lost kind of the magic of the trailer. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you 
go into a trailer not knowing anything about what's about to happen and then all of a sudden there's you know the title or a character that you recognize and you're like oh my gosh it's that mm-hmm. but now in the age of social media um you see what it is before you... well and you even have to like i feel like you even have to because i feel like it's so criticized if it's like you know new star wars trailer drop but no one knew it was star wars until the last second like it's almost and, and you know so? i mean but like that those kinds of things those kinds of criticisms against a company does affect how they do their marketing and and all this other stuff like i mean criticism has a lot of weight in the film industry if it comes from the yeah. right place um so stuff like you know oh new trailer only shows ray once it's that's enough criticism to be like the next trailer is going to be all ray like you know like i mean we're not just talking about star wars and i you know i don't think star wars is necessarily a big victim of it Mm -hmm. but i think in general like the idea is let's just do this and be be blunt and be out there and be visible uh so that we avoid criticism basically i will say the best movie trailer i've seen in the last like five years was Kubo and the Two Strings because it was so well crafted. See, there's so many movies, that being one of them, I see the movie. I never see the trailer. Like, I'll show it to you. I mean, I've heard of it, but I never saw it. I never saw anything about it until mm-hmm. I saw it. And then, you know, then I don't have any qualm to go see a trailer for it because I've yeah. already seen the movie. Although I will say the trailer for this, this most recent one was really good too. What? It. Oh, it? Yeah. It was very um, So the book we Sorry. mentioned five, five <laughs> minutes ago, um, Star Wars, the, Gal- the Galactic Explorer's Guide. Um, this is coming out December 3rd, so that's what I mean. It's, it's kind of around the corner. It's by Jason Fry, who is a veteran of Star Wars writing in general. Yeah. Um, and so already on there, it's going to probably be a really good book. Um, but it's what it's kind of about that's interesting. It's a, a fact-packed that's just a bad way to put that. It is. Uh, it's a book plus app, which is interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of hyphens in it's this. It's an interactive guide to key planets in the Star Wars galaxy. It contains plenty of information, photographs, diagrams uh, on the page, and the latest augmented reality technology brings many interactive elements to enhance the reading experience. I have a question. What? Isn't this just Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. Why would it... What's the similarity there? It sounds a lot like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> well, no, because that's... Not like the book, it's or the movie itself, but like the book from the book. But... If it makes you feel better, that makes me even more excited about it. I mean, yeah, but like it, you know... Because I would love an interactive book that is the Hitchhiker's Guide. To Star Wars. To Star Wars. Yes. And to the galaxy. There you go. It's, it's actually Hitchhiker's Guide to Star Wars. Yeah. It's all a lie. Jason Fry's a cheat. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> um, it's interesting because it feels like... So what they've been doing a lot lately is... So um, what's it called? Uh, Secrets of the Jedi is doing it by Mark Sumrak. Mark Sumrak yeah. also last year came out with a book called Droidography where there's lots of like pop-ups and there's lots of interactive parts and like Mm -hmm. there's segments where you've got to translate something and they're like it's meant to be like you're reading a book but if you dig deeper you can know more like you know like it's layered Mm -hmm. and this sounds like that 
except instead of including it all in the book in a very traditional sense, like pop-ups is like old school. I do love a good pop-up though. But um, this sounds like the 2019 version of that, where it's like, get out your phones, kiddos, and scan this co- uh, this code and yeah. see this video or, see, you know, like oh, stuff man. like that. Is Augmented Reality the new pop-up book? Kind of. Jeez. I guess. I mean, I, I, I feel like in the context of the book, gimmick. Mm-hmm. I, if, I feel like that's what they're going for. Is this like, instead of doing another, like, oh, translate this thing and pull this tab and open this, they're like, what if we save some money, just write a book, and then add some QR codes to it and have them download an app. Have and some nerds make some All stuff. this other stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm interested to see what it is, like, uh, you know, in terms of what does using the app experience add to the book experience yeah um but overall i mean it sounds really interesting um it's just it's still just funny to me that it's just kind of like bloop yeah here you go and i also want to say my comparing it to hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy is not meant in ill will i was just teasing you i know i just that's my favorite book And it's a good book. I, it's, it's a really good book. But to be fair, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is not about hitchhiking the galaxy. It's, it's a about... book created for a book. Yeah. It's a book within a book. Yeah. So it's the book that jumpstarts the story kind of thing. Yeah. And on the Nerdiverse podcast, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode. If you didn't do that already, Jimmy, do your homework. Um, but... Yeah, it just sounds interesting. Um, it's my kind of book. I like interactive stuff. I like... Because yeah. st- it feels like this would be something within Star Wars. It feels like, oh, you know, you have a physical map, but then there's sections where it's like, if you scan this, it can give you like a 3D render of it. Like, and obviously we're not on that level, but yeah. even having something similar of that where it's like, you know, oh, here's this planet, like scan this, and then you can pull up like a Google Maps version in the app and you can zoom in and see things like you know it's like that all of a sudden adds another layer that's it it takes it to the next level it's really interesting yeah so but anyway um we're gonna go ahead and get into our main show topic like i said not a lot of news we still managed to talk a butt ton about it yeah but uh it's a really interesting book it's on amazon for pre-order now that's how we found out about it that's Mm -hmm. how it's getting out there so just search star wars a galactic explorer's guide and uh Get you a map. Get you a Hitchhiker's Guide to Star Wars. Um, We're just going to get a sticky note and rename it that. (laughs) And maybe Jason Fry will be okay with it. Don't panic. 